Welcome to the At The Coalface podcast with your host, Jason Greenwood. This podcast is all about what it's really like in the trenches of digital and e-commerce. We have got a cracker episode in store for you today. It is my pleasure to welcome Ashvin Kumar to the podcast from customfit.ai. Welcome, Ashvin. Thanks, Jason. It's a pleasure okay, meeting you over here and sharing your experiences. Thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure having you along for the ride today. Now, Custom Fit AI, for anybody who has not heard of the platform, I've never deployed it before and I wasn't familiar with the platform until we connected on LinkedIn. But from near as I can tell, by checking out the website and looking at some of the clients you have on board using your SaaS platform. It is a technology platform that by the name, if you went by the name custom fit, almost sounds like it might be a, a fitting tool for the fashion industry or an online sizing tool for the fashion industry. But it actually is a B2B focused personalization and analytics platform for audience building, experience personalization, reporting and marketing that is really what you're all about bang on yep you're right so if merchants a lot of times merchants particularly that work in the b2c space they might have heard of personalization platforms search and merch platforms they might have heard of nosto or they might have heard of particular audience or they might have heard of different types of personalization product recommendations content recommendations engines but you guys really specialize in two key areas. The first is, as I said, you specialize primarily in B2B websites, so B2B commerce experiences. And then two, you also specialize in content customization and personalization in the moment. So instead of, if we were to look at Nasta or some of the other search and merch personalization platforms out there, they focus primarily on product recommendations. So whether that be in a category page or in a product page or on the cart page, they would be recommending relevant products, whether that be for uh, you know cross-sell, ups, if there was an out-of-stock product recommending an alternate product, they specialize very much in a product focus because they're B2C e-commerce focused. Whereas for you guys, you're all about being able to customize and swap out in real time any of the content or the experiential elements of the website for those B2B customers. Yes, yes, you're right. I'll tell you, okay. For example, if you see the, as you mentioned, right, in the B2C or commerce site, just take the commerce example, right? So say I'm going to Amazon and say if I'm trying to buy an item, if you see Amazon can recommend me, hey, these are all the various items that can go very well with what you have selected or people like you are also buying these kind of items, right? It means at one hand, you have millions of visitors and other hand, you have millions of, ultimately it's a game of recommendation engine, right? Showcasing what makes sense to what segment of audience and all, right? But if you see from the B2B angle, for example, uh, Jason, think yourself as a B2B salesperson for a moment. Right. Typically, you will be selling the same products or a kind of flavored kind of the products. But the moment you go and talk to different prospects, the way you are going to talk about the same product 
changes based on okay who the prospect is or say what region they are coming from say what kind of the use cases that suits them or what kind of the challenges they are currently having so for example if you can case our case itself like how we are going to sell custom fit to an enterprise client may be completely different than how we manage how we interact with the companies who are from the mid segment or who are from the startups completely changes how we engage with the customers from australian region even compared to the us side of the audience right so it's all the same thing now now assume that your website is 100 times better or more intelligent than you as a salesperson because if you see today it knows a lot of information about the visitors what we say is your websites are they are like basically they are not deaf but they are dumb in sense they are today you know, understanding a lot of information about these visitors in sense the moment a visitor lands onto your website say your website see intelligent enough to understand who the visitor is who sent him onto the website say what is he interested into whether he is landing onto the website for very first time or is a repeated visitor if he is a repeated visitor what kind of the pages he was looking at what kind of the products he was looking at what kind of case studies he was going through or what kind of the testimonies that attracted him bunch of the things right now say that even deeper say that your website can auto detect the visitors uh, company details like what is the company they are coming from what segment they are into what is the size of that company what industry they are catering by using all this information now assume that your website is humanized in sense say that you are like as if your marketing guy or sales guy is sitting right behind that screen the moment a visitor lands clear okay for this guy like for this visitor what makes sense to him the visitor should feel that what i am looking for is exactly what these guys are providing it out or like like the content which matters to them or which matches their like uh, what exactly they are looking out for so that's what we call it engage ultimately that leads to the conversion right that's the the name custom fit coming from it means it's customized for each and every visitor like your your website is as if it's a custom made from the different aspects so that's what we deal with the custom fit in a nutshell it's a hyper personalization platform it's a completely no code hyper personalization platform built for the marketing and sales teams which you know with, without any tech they can go and create the different customized aspect in sense okay they can go and edit the website or customize the website on the fly as if they are editing the word document kind of the thing whatever may be the website technology it's built on wordpress webflow zoomla wix anything literally anything right because they are the one who are driving the visitors onto the website and they know exactly when that segment of audience comes to the website what makes sense to them what is that we need to showcase differently that can create that engagement and that finally leads to the conversion so that that's the that that's what actually we do in and i'm guessing that based on what you've just said and based on what i'm seeing on your website that you really aren't focused so much on b2b e-commerce websites you're focused primarily on content focused b2b websites so cms platforms not b2b e-commerce platforms so It says on your website you can choose from over 30 playbooks that help you personalize and achieve a 12x ROI across a variety of use cases. It also says that it allows you to personalize web content by industry. It allows you to personalize the web content based on different stages of their life cycle or funnel with the business. And it also allows you to personalize for different audiences, segments and channels depending on where they've come from and inbounded from. as well as you you have an integration with platforms like segment and other platforms marketing automation platforms and the like so i'm guessing that you can both ingest data from these platforms as well as send data to and out to these platforms based on the interaction with the content on the website that you guys manage and 
also it feels very much like in order for it to be no code it must be something like a javascript snippet that gets loaded almost like a tag manager javascript snippet that gets loaded onto the website that runs on every single page of the site and then if a marketer for example wants to create some variable content based on different facets of who that customer is they would go into your dashboard your ui and they would say on this page with this url on this position in the page we want to put a content block and we want to show it based on these rules xyz rules is that correct yes yes exactly so we deal we don't deal with the b2b e-commerce kind of the companies b2b commerce but actually uh, we deal with the companies who are into the cms space or SaaS space and all so where the selling happens on the website and so you would be dealing with whether that be a wordpress whether that be like you said like a joomla or any other really content focused website or in a case where maybe a website is headless then you know where there would be some content and commerce blended together on that website you guys would be a fantastic fit for a headless implementation that has has a heavy content experience focus yes yes definitely and what you mentioned is also like basically the you know integration is pretty simple uh, they just need to you know uh, just go and uh, add a single line of javascript snippet onto the website so as soon as you add the thing what makes the biggest differentiation with the custom as you mentioned like its ability to interact with the various different third-party systems like for example it can directly interact with your crm systems like hubspot salesforce or other third-party tools like clearbit where it can get these kind of the ip address to uh, formographic information conversion and all right but if you see here uh, the custom fit stitches the information across various different sources and makes it as a one set source of truth like for example say that I want to give a specific experience uh, for the you know visitors who are coming from this particular LinkedIn post, who is already a MQL in my HubSpot, who is coming from the region California, and who visited my pricing page twice in last 10 days. We see here, right? The data got stitched across various sources which are residing into different like tools kind of thing, right? Like from that particular LinkedIn post to your HubSpot data, and then it, it can connect with your geolocation data to the behavioral thing it's not just who the visitor is it's also based on what the visitor was doing on the website for example say that say a visitor visited my pricing page three four times in last 10 days it means okay you can mark him as a price sensitive visitor and you can entirely showcase the different experience as if you are getting so many things for such a less price right so it's it's all based on who the visitor is and in enriched way you can directly go and precisely pinpoint that thing for example say that if I'm in a, so like the, the, in my, like, for, for example, say that in the CRM system, uh, like this, my record is marked as a free trial thing. My experience will be completely different than once I convert into the customer. It's all about upselling, cross-selling and all, right? It not just stops at the lead creation stage. It, it goes till the end of the, like the customer cycle where every stage of the journey where you are, you know, so how can you help more and more conversions or giving very precise information based on what makes sense to you? And I, I do see here that you show that you've got an integration, for example, with LinkedIn, with Segment, with Slack, with HubSpot, with Salesforce, with you know Instagram, social platforms, et cetera. You've also got integrations with Google Ads, Facebook, and the... So I'm guessing that you can push Segment information back out to the likes of the ad platforms. But when we think about the inbound links from the likes of LinkedIn or a social media platform, is that using some standardized UTM tagging that you guys generate and or read and understand so that if I post a link to LinkedIn, for example, and I want 
all of the traffic that comes in from that. We don't have to think about cookies. We don't have to think about origin. We don't have to think about any of those things because we, in that specific scenario, we'd be UTM tagged. And then presumably once the visitor hits the website, then you pick up on that UPM, UTM tag and you know exactly what campaign that customer originated from. And that is taken into account in the behavioral tracking once they actually arrive at the site. So is that how it works? Is that how you generate that really hyper granular track? Oh, it's more than that. Like basically it's a even richer experience than that thing. For example, I will give, I will give you this example. Let's say that I'm like, I'm posting an ad on LinkedIn. Okay. Say that I'm giving this rule, showcase this ad to the people in the region, California, a designation equal to head of uh, marketing, say company size is 500 to 1000 industry equal to now mm -hmm. say that if you are seeing my ad in your LinkedIn. It means that you belong to this particular segment, right? That's the reason LinkedIn is showcasing. So now when you click that ad, when you land onto the website, so like apart from all the UTM parameters, what you have added as a, what I have added as a part of the link, which I like the landing page link. So custom fit also gives me ability to go and add any of the custom parameters. Say that, okay, in this case, I mentioned you no know, designation equal to head of R say industry equal to this thing, right? These are all the custom parameters. You can go and add as a part of the link, what you're creating custom fit has its own ABM engine, which helps you in building these kind of the granular links right there are two benefits to it so one thing like you click that link and land onto the website so very first thing is you will be seeing personalized variant based on what kind of the rules i have set it can be based on any of utm parameters or any of my own custom parameters what i've injected like for example if the head of marketing showcases this experience or if the if you say that he is a marketing user showcases this experience setting of this out right now Say the next time when you are landing on, say today, so in the B2B case, right? So 95% of the cases, so the conversion won't happen on the very first visit itself. So like in this like very first landing, you just close the tab. So next day when you are coming onto the website, you may not again, let's say that you may not even see that app. Right. But you remember what the my website is out, right? Typically, you just go and Google it out or directly land onto the website. So now what actually happens is when you landed onto the website last time, all those attributes from that link were extracted and attached to that particular visitor. For example, in this case, it got extracted like the, the team equal to sales or the region equal to so on, all those things directly as the properties, right? Next time when I'm visiting your website, even as an organic route, the custom fit sitting over there, it knows who you are. Last time it came through what campaign, what destination, bunch of the things. And the entirely the pitch will continue like for if as if it's a continuation of the pitch can happen even on the next further visits. And other thing is by this time, custom fit would have learned a lot of other behavioral activity, what you did during your previous visits and all right. Now I can showcase you completely a different or the next set of the experience altogether. Right. So basically it's not just the UTM parameters, basically it will also help you to, you know, it'll enable you to go and add any of the custom parameters, which can directly attach it to, you know, attach to that particular visitor. Right. Say that tomorrow I can create a new experience telling that not based on UTM parameters, say based on the title or something or based on the roles, because all the granularity, what LinkedIn gives, I can, okay, you can just come and add this as a custom parameters that you can use it for the further targeting during the next visits and all those things. Wow. So you basically are being very clever because you know that, for example, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, any Google it doesn't matter. They will not give you any personally identifying information. However, what they will allow you to do is they will allow you in the ads manager for these platforms, they will allow you to create a campaign that is hyper-targeted and it can be based on 
It could be based on income. It could be based on vertical. It could be based on location. It could be based on a specific company. It could be based on, you can base it on almost unlimited faceting of how you want to granularize that target audience for that specific campaign. And what you're effectively saying to me is we know that because of those parameters that you've set up against that campaign in LinkedIn or Facebook or Google, that we know that everybody who comes into our site from that campaign has those parameters. And we can apply those parameters as profile properties the moment they land on the website because we know where they came from. And we know the rule that was set around who was going to be shown that campaign in the first place. And that's up to the platforms themselves, the LinkedIn's of the world, the Facebook, the Google. It's up to them to do their targeting based on the information and first party data they have about their users. But effectively, we're leveraging their data. We don't need personally identifying information, but we just know that if they came in from that campaign where we set those really strict parameters, that we will set the matching parameters when they land on the site, and those will be attached to the profile as a profile property as a result. Exactly, exactly. That's the thing. And even it can get enriched. Uh, you can also set the rules telling that when someone comes through this thing, I want to enrich my data into the HubSpot with the custom fit information. Okay, as soon as they give the contact details, all this information can be ported as a properties onto your HubSpot or Salesforce telling so that it can also get enriched the other side. So you push that. So you not only collect that data to personalize the journey once they land on your website. So you're going to show them the right content on the right page at the right time that speaks their language that maybe even references where they came from, i.e. they're from California or they come from, I don't know, maybe they come from the furniture manufacturing industry. So you know what industry they came from because you put that in as a campaign parameter. What country they came from, you maybe even knew which state or city they came from because that was a targeting parameter. What their interests were because you put that in as a parameter. You put their job title in as a parameter. You may even put their company as a parameter of that campaign when you configured it in those marketing platforms and so therefore you have you might have set five or six or seven different parameters for that specific campaign and for a fact that when they arrive on the website you can immediately enhance their profile with you in your platform with that data but you can also then push that data back out for example let's say they come to your website you don't know who they are because they haven't authenticated yet but you have a unique ID in your platform for that user that came to your website and you apply all those parameters. And then if at some future point, they log in at any time to the website, they authenticate at any time to a point where you know who they are, then you can immediately trigger a push of that enrichment data back out to the CRM for that authenticated user and apply all of those attributes to that user's profile in those CRM or customer service or CDP platforms. Yes, exactly. Even that can be done there. Wow. And how now you come from a heavy duty software engineering background. That is mm -hmm. your background. And you've got this highly technical, you've got this very technical background, but you've also got an entrepreneurial background. You were co-founder and CEO of, of Backbuckle.io. You were also a founding member and principal and engineer at Blue Jeans, which for anybody that's been around web conferencing for any length of time, for a long time, before Zoom became so popular, BlueJeans was very popular as a WebEx platform. You were a lead engineer at Life Size Communications. And, and going back even before that, you've been a software engineer for a long time. And so you've got this deep and rich, highly technical background. And so what caused you, at what point did you say, hey, 
we see a need for this. It's not it's a it's an itch that is not being scratched, particularly in the B2B space, because all of the really rich targeting engines, retargeting engines, all of the rich personalization engines, the, this is the first time I've ever seen one that is targeted fairly and squarely at A B2B, but also at content versus commerce. And so this is a very interesting platform. So I'd love to know, I guess you've been doing this for over three years now. I'd love to know a bit of the origin story of Custom Fit and why you even identified this as a gap. Yes, basically it's a story in itself. Okay, it's a very interesting story in sense like uh, when we basically, as you mentioned, right? So basically I was part of Blue Jeans as the founding team member, employee number four for Blue Jeans India. So all our experience went into building a flat scalable systems, like all these big companies like LinkedIn and all they use Blue Jeans for video conferencing. So it means any given second the conflict like basically the meeting should not stop or it should not have a glitch kind of the thing because as if it's like you are meeting you know as if the meeting virtual meeting and personal meeting it should be in the same line there should not be any bugs issues and all right so i came from that background like all my 17 plus years of experience it went into building these kind of the flat scalable systems i just walks out of box water maybe the traffic and all when i decided to start our journey as an entrepreneur like custom fit was not our initial idea we started with the concept called as backpuckle.io it was very new of its time like we it's a feature as a service platform like how the software as a service like it's a we built something called feature as a service platform where it was providing more than 25 uh, to 30 different features and functionalities to build any web or mobile app in a record time okay so it means for example just for sake of discussion just say that you want to uber kind of that okay the core functionality for you to build is the one that connects the driver and passenger right that's the crux of the uber's business logic service but to get your app into the market Apart from a couple of these core features, you still need to write so many different features which are not even core to your business logic, like user management, item management, reviews, rating, billing, so on and so forth, right? It's, so the whole concept of the backbuckle was, look, you spend time building your core functionality and backbuckle provides you more than 30, 25, 30 ready to use features. As if your developers develop these features ahead of time. All you need to do is just, you know, get it from the box. Like it's, it's a very open API kind of thing. Just go, get it integrated to your system and get your app into the market with 80% reduced time. Then you go and figure out what the idea which you thought, whether it's working or not, what you can tweak it out and all those. We pivoted from Backbuckle to Custom Fit in a very fast manner because when we launched our website, Backbuckle website, so I wanted to showcase Backpackle website in a different way for different segment of audience. Say that when a visitor from e-commerce background comes onto our website, we wanted to showcase, look, these are all the 10 functionalities that are Tyler made for e-commerce. These are all the case studies from the e-commerce companies, logos, all the social logos from the e-commerce companies, our testimonies given from e-commerce companies. It means the visitor should feel that Backpackle is exactly made for e-commerce. When someone coming from some other background, the complete, the picture of the website should change on the fly as if he should feel that, okay, that is exactly made for his industry or his company says, like okay, companies of my size, my industry are using these kind of the platform. But when I looked into the market at that time, so I found these age-old age old A-B testing tools, which are toward the experiment side, not the experience. My intention was not to change a button color and test it for a month, check which one is the winner and all, right? My intention was to give that experience, not an experiment thing. And uh, luckily, Jason, what happened was among the 25 different functionalities, uh, what we were giving, there was one feature 
that was getting a lot of big hits like at that time we named it as a personalization and behavior management it's a kind of very broad luckily people when we reached out to the prospect they wanted to use that functionality for feature flagging it means only using showcasing certain features for certain segment of audience website personalization those are all things that was a eureka moment for us if we focused on that one functionality we went uh, in a mile deeper with the inch wider thing that's how it turned into custom fit if you see if you ask any of our customers why custom fit is such a flexible platform because it built around these kind of use cases of the b2b people where they wanted to showcase certain way because the platforms which are tools which are out there they are completely generic set of the tools mixed with the heavy towards the you know experimentation or ab testing side which they want to use it for the other purpose also and other thing what we tracked what we uh, were able to counter uh, was uh, personalization is great so you can showcase the right segment you know right content to the right segment of audience like the question what we got very initial days when we started this thing was how are you going to help us in understanding what to personalize when to personalize and whom to personalize without this particular knowledge it's a kind of guesswork what people will do right so that's where we if you see custom fit today we project it as a complete conversion optimization platform it's a complete cro stack where custom fit will help you out very first in understanding what is happening how exactly people are walking on the website where are they seeing friction where are they bouncing back like for example custom fit can tell you that 1000 people from startup background are on your website but only so you know 10 got converted it means your marketing team did a very good effort in bringing these big visitors you know this segment of visitors on website but the, your visitors are not connected to your content what you are showcasing so there is a complete slight fall what's you are seeing over there only 10 got so basically it helps you out in basically that's where okay we build the entire system of understanding in sense pre personalization and post personalization aspects to it that helps you out in you know getting started with very fine precise manner and also after the when the experiment you know when the personalization experiences are running you can go and check what is working out what is not how can we tweak it it's a you know it's a complete cycle with every iteration it makes it more better wow and so if i was to boil that down to to, to really simple point it's the fact that this effectively became a pivot of the prior platform. So really you originally had built a no code or very low code platform to developers build ready made or nearly ready made mobile apps based on components or component library in your platform and then what you realized is geez we're having difficulty marketing because this is a B2B platform so B2B low code no code rapid mobile development platform with out of the box components that are reusable that have certain functions certain common functions that we need to have in every mobile app and you went hang on a second when we get visitors to our website that advertises this no code low code platform we can't even personalize it in the way that we want to personalize it so if i get someone that's from the from from silicon valley and they're from a specific company or if they're from a specific vertical then we know we need to speak to them in a very different language than if we're speaking to a freelancer from Idaho. You know what I mean? And so we need to modify the way that we engage, we need to modify the content that we show, the tone that we use, the language that we use. We need to even modify perhaps the journey that we send them down in terms of the links that we show, the white papers that we might show or any of the other collateral that we might show, images, etc. We need to modify that dynamically on the fly as you say, not just as a one-off experiment. but as a consistently dynamic experience generation tool 
in real time based on who the visitor is and what their background is and all sorts of other attributes. And you said, we can't do that today. We need to do that and we cannot do that. So we're going to take our own low code, no cool, uh, low code development tool. We're going to turn that internal. We're going to build a platform called custom fit AI, which will allow us to market that low code, no code mobile development platform. And then obviously you saw enough success with custom fit that you said, we don't actually need to do this low code, no code thing because custom fit is the thing that is actually the tool that a lot of these business to business, I guess, merchants, let's call them merchants. They're selling usually software. Maybe they're an independent an ISV, or maybe they're, they're, maybe they're an app developer or whatever. They need to be able to target their customers very granularly. And we now have a tool to do that because we needed to build a tool so we could do that. Yes, yes, you're right. Okay, that's the story, you know, how we started it out and, uh, you know, like how we got huge, uh, you know, success initially when we started talking to the customers. And the other thing, what, you know, made it very add on or bang on to that thing is if you see uh, any big platforms, there are so many which are very uh, non friendly to these. A marketing team or something you need to lot do a lot of code instrumentations or you need to get some special you know, certified engineers or certified personals to you know walk on that thing and all right so one thing what we determined it has to be super easy anyone with just single click of a button they should be able to edit their website as if they are if they are editing a word document or anything so even if you see like one thing we launched a new uh, product called a custom fit outbound uh, in december on product hunt that became a regate like we received more than thousand plus odds though we launched in december we won the no code obviously this golden kitty award a badge in the no code category like in that entire year some 2000 uh, companies would have uh, you know been competing in that thing so we got the badge because of the simplicity what we created like what the thing which we launched in the outbound thing is it's like you basically all you need to do is just go and install the custom fit chrome extension no need to go to dashboard anything like just go first one time go and install the extension and do this go to the page which you'd like to personalize directly on your browser you know go to the page which you'd like to personalize when you click on that extension so the page itself will turn into a readable way on the fly so now you can literally go and change the content add the placeholders like which can directly change the thing and all right and as soon as think in a way that you're editing a Google doc, as soon as you edit the Google doc, it gives you a option to generate a shareable link exactly in the same way. Once you, you know done with your editing, custom fit outbound will you know, uh, give you an option to generate a shareable link. Okay. So now you can use that link for any of the outbound reach outs, whether it's email reach outs, whether it's ad landings or LinkedIn messages and all whosoever lands onto your website through that particular link very first thing they will be seeing a personalized variant basically because you brought them through that particular and that link what it custom fit gives it's on your own domain it's not on the custom fit domain it's on, on your do own domain it adds some cryptic keyword something at the end but you won't see it out and all right the other thing is i will get a notification as soon as the visitor from that campaign comes onto the website look jason is on the website right now and he's doing like he did he went to these pages he stayed uh, for a while in this specific page bunch of the things and all right this kind of real-time notification will help me to go and connect immediately i can reach out or or say that okay you know i will understand what is the intent where you are looking at where you spend time bunch of the things right like basically if you see there are these companies like docs and all where they give them ability to you know edit the pdf document and share the document and someone who clicks that link a pdf uh, you know opens the pdf document they will get a notification telling that i will get a notification telling that hey you are a recipient of the email we opened the document and he gone and seen these pages and all 
right but if you see there are so many companies for whom the website itself is a pitch deck now custom fit is giving them the marketing muscles to these sales people or even the marketing people so where they can go on the fly customize the page and generate the link and also track like what kind of the pages they have seen and all those so that itself has created a huge segment for us and yeah that's how the things are going so what you're saying is and correct me if i'm wrong here but we already have these sort of commercial proposal platforms let's say you're a web development agency and you might use a, a proposal platform where you put in all the details of the proposal the hourly rates the project size the total cost and even an interactive signing tool uh, that's built into that and you send the link off to them they click on the link they open the proposal up they read the proposal which parts they've opened how long they've dwelt they dwelt on a page whether they signed whether they didn't you understand the interaction with your proposal and then obviously it gives them a chance to sign off on that and engage with you for that particular project. And so what you're saying is you wanted to almost bring that level of personalization to the website in real time so that if you send someone a link to your website and say, hey, go check out our website, see if you like our services, and then let me know, you can at least see what grabs their eye. You can see what grabs their attention. Plus, you can speak to them in almost a, almost a, a crystal ball like a way. It's almost a it's a level of creepiness that's pretty phenomenal, really. They don't recognize, they don't realize that you're tracking them down to this specific URL, for example. But you are able to speak to them on a one-to-one -one basis based on customizing in the moment that content that they are shown specific to the URL, specific to the page that they happen to be on the website. As they journey through the website, you can personalize that journey from a content perspective um, based on who you're targeting with that initial link that you send them and say, hey, click on this link, go to our website, check things out. You can basically personalize every aspect of their journey on your website from there. Perfect. Yes, it's not. And it can be multi-page also, not just one page. Say that in your website, you are like, you know, say that you are anyways, you'll be browsing for page A, page C, page C, page D. Say that these are all the prime pages. Typically for any conversion, they should have gone through these things. All those things can be personalized with a single. So basically the platform then knows once they land on the site, it knows to personalize all those pages that are assigned to that segment. In this case, it happens to be a segment of one, but regardless, whether it's a segment of one or 50, doesn't matter. You can say all of these waypoints around the website for this segment of one, I want to customize all of this content and all of these experiences. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. And ha do you guys, because I've never heard of anything that behaves in this way. I've heard a lot of, I've demoed and I've actually implemented quite a few personalization search merch platforms over the years, but, but I've never heard of tech exactly like this that works in the way that yours does. Do you got, are you aware of any other competitors in the marketplace that are even attempting to do what you do? Or was this completely blue ocean where you went, this is an itch we scratch for ourselves. We're going to put that out to the world, out to the world. We're going to turn this into a SaaS platform that anybody can implement with just a tiny snippet of JavaScript code. And we're going to make that available to the world. Or are there other competitors in the space that are trying to do what you do, but maybe don't do it the way you do? Yeah, basically, uh, there are a couple of competitors, like not exactly uh, the way are these kind of the new things what we brought in, like with the link, shareable link and, you know, trackable thing and bunch of the things. But typically, if you see in the B2B personation segment, uh, we compete with the companies like Mutiny and few of the others. So, sorry, who I didn't understand what you just uh, uh, Like basically, we compete with the company called Mutiny. HQ. Mutiny. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I've never heard of that name either. 
Yes, meeting is also in the same space. If you see this B2B side market is a very new kind of the thing, personalization thing. Not there are many huge competitions, you know, competition as such. But like basically, uh, there are a couple of the companies like us in this space. Like one is Mutiny, one is Intellimite. What's interesting about this is I could see this even if it was on a B2B e-commerce website. Usually, before someone authenticates onto a B2B e-commerce website, there is a journey that they need to go through, for example, to apply for a B2B account on the website or to find out information about the business before they sign up as a B2B customer. So it feels like even though you're not personalizing for e-commerce, meaning you're not recommending products to a, a B2B customer, it does feel like you could still be very useful on the info pages of the website or on the blog pages of the website or Basically, if there's any component of the website that has a heavy content experience associated with it that you need to emphasize to that B2B customer and you need to be able to customize that journey, then it feels like it would still be a fantastic product even to implement on an e-commerce focused website. Yes, definitely. Basically, so that that's where, where where there is no recommendation engine. That's where actually it shines. Like for example, there is one commerce company which is typically it's using our platform behind the sign, but it's not like a recommendation engine. They have only couple of products, like four or five products, the thing, and the same product. Like for example, okay, it, it's a kind of a same product if you want to showcase differently for different segment of audience. It's a, a, a daily wear product kind of the thing. How you are going to showcase the same product for the people, this gender, this age group may be completely different than like different. Like say that you're walking into a store with your dad and the shopkeeper, he tried to convince you in a different way when compared to your dad, right? Based on, okay, the age, generation, bunch of the things, right? So like in the same product can appear in a different way or the description of the product can appear in a different way based on okay who you are or how many times you're just gazing at that project like a you know, product thing the pitch can change so that's where well, the great thing is because obviously pdps the product you know detail page even on a b2b e-commerce website because that page has a unique url if you wanted to put a marketing message on that specific product page to that specific segment you would be able to do that so you would be able to personalize that experience to the target market on that page in ways that even the product description itself, you could personalize that to the target market in ways that you just cannot do when you're, if you're just recommending a product on a website, it doesn't change the product itself. It just, all it does is, is show the correct product to the correct customer at the right time. But your platform allows you to actually customize the language, the messaging, the, the the content itself, the imagery, it allows you to personalize all of that in real time dynamically based on that one-to-one -one segmentation or one-to-many segmentation. So even on an e-commerce website that has detailed PDP product pages, it feels like you, you would, in some instances, particularly if you've got a very small catalog and you only deal with 50 products or 10 products, then why wouldn't you want to personalize the messaging on those individual product pages for those main target segments that you are pitch effectively pitching your products to as a B2B business. Makes sense. Yes. Yes. Wow. And you guys have been up and running for just over three years now. And how, what is your target market in terms of, are you targeting primarily businesses in North America initially? What's your primary target market? How, how many roughly hundreds of customers, thousands of customers, how has the reception of this technology been? in the market, given the fact that this is a reasonably rare and very niche technology, how have you been going or how have you, I, I guess, tr tried to achieve 
a product market to market fit, but also from your go-to-market model, have you targeted specific geographies? Have you targeted specific businesses? How have you tried to get the word out about your technology? Because it is, it is very. Yeah, basically we need to, you know, push on into our marketing efforts. So currently it's a kind of uh, the good uh, word of mouth spreading and all these kind of the influencing what we are getting through the product hand and bunch of the things. Like we have almost some 170, 180 signups on top. And also primary focus is becoming USA at this point in time, because that's where actually we have a huge SaaS players and all those things where we can go and target it out. So on the other thing is uh, we are also uh, as a GTM thing, we are also uh, started something called as custom fit partnership where we are partnering. It's a kind of a complete revenue sharing model, what we are started with. We are partnering with a bunch of the very good marketing agencies and all. So we, they already in connect with these. They will be providing different solutions or functionalities to the companies, right? Whether it can start from your website development and to you know complete your digital marketing and effort. So adding conversion optimization as part of their service, it not only enhances their portfolio thing, it's a complete win-win thing what we are seeing. And that's what it started getting into a good note now like basically we started with the cohort one where initially connecting with only handful of the companies agencies too because we can give our best of the time to for each one of them so that's the thing and we are seeing very good fruitfulness in this thing and also we certain things what we are also thinking going down the line there are these the marketplaces with respect to bubble wigs and all so custom fit comes and sits all over there is a website personalization thing sorry where there's a website builder thing so custom fit will be a natural extension to not just build the website onto their platform but also personalize using custom fit so that's what actually is getting planned and yeah there are a lot of things uh, on the road now exciting times now if, if i look at your website based on what I see here, how you guys make your money is you you are a SaaS platform. So you've got a subscription, a monthly subscription model. You've got the free trial tier, which is up to 20 personalized visitors, 100 personalized links, two campaigns. Then you go up to that $99 a month tier, personalized visitors, 200, 2000 link, 10 campaigns, standard at 199 a month, 500 visitors, 5000 links, 25 campaigns. And then of course, custom, which is basically like a enterprise account which kind of comes with almost everything in the toolkit and then some so is that how you because it, it looks like from your website that you've added a couple of new modules to the platform and so are you looking at ways and you could mix and match maybe the modules that you need or you want and that becomes part of the pricing model are you planning to stay with that existing pricing model which is basically a combination of visitor count link count and campaign count is that kind of the the vision for how you plan to, to do your pricing moving no like basically our pricing is based on monthly unique visitors like we have the different slots and all like it's a kind of very closed pricing what we just trying to do experimentation since last one month is like we crafted out this custom fit outbound uh, where uh, like this has become a entry door people want to try out and it's a very best kind of the thing you just need to go or sign up and on you almost your you no know, you can get started on your own kind of the thing in that the custom fit outbound only we just okay that too uh, for the initial no tryouts or people who want to get the hang of the system and all we just created few of the plans typically most of our plans uh, it's a kind of full stack what if you see there's an inbound section over there that provides you the entire thing from or like the analysis to you know experimentation to even the ab uh, testing split testing everything in under one roof the thing along with the vista analysis journey exploring uh, as a different add-ons and all right so typically uh, it's based on monthly unique visitors it's it's, uh, it's based because 
the way you want to use the platform will be you know based on different use cases how you are targeting it it's a abm campaigns you want to run or you want to run with your seo thing bunch of the things right so it's, it's typically based on that thing typically our pricing starts around say 800 dollars for under 10k monthly unit okay so i see there's two tabs there sorry it was a little bit confusing but that's good to know it's good to let the audience know if you go to the pricing page by default it loads the outbound monthly pricing but the inbound is the, if you click on the inbound that is the whole package that's the whole platform and then that's that's based on custom pricing like you said and it lists those sort of 20 whatever it is 25 benefits of the functionality of the platform and so basically you just submit a query from there and then you guys will get back to them with a bit of a discussion around what it is that they specifically need how many users do they need, et cetera, et cetera, and what are their goals? And then from there, you can personalize a bit of a package for them from a monthly cost perspective. But it starts around the 800 USD a month for the full platform. Correct, correct, exactly, exactly. And the other thing is, it's like uh, the outbound, what it has, like just to you know share the experience, right? It has opened a door for new people to directly go and sign up and start using the platform and once they start using the platform they it's a kind of you know upselling what actually happens typically they only reach out to us telling that okay fine you know, we need more number of uh, outbound links or we what about the inbound now how can i go and add the rules how can i split the traffic uh, okay fine now what about the visitor analysis how are you going to help me with the goal analysis bunch of the things right so then we showcase them the entire uh, cro stack so that helps singers getting that word of more like we said the, the word spread quickly in the market and so as you start using it out, you will feel it's such an easy tool. It's, it's like what we are trying to project. It's easiest personation platform. Just go click, share the link and get started. Awesome. Absolutely love it. Now, before we finish up, I've got a new, I've got a new segment that I've introduced recently to the podcast, which is where I turn the tables on myself. I turn the mic over to you. I let you ask me one question, any question you like, and I do my level best to give you an answer. Over to you. It's been fantastic uh, chatting with you, Ashvin, and I'd love to turn the mic over to you for one question for me. Yeah, definitely, Jason. I have a couple of things, for example. So can you just help us, even the audiences over here who've been listening to your podcast, you know, episode by episode thing. So from your experience talking to a bunch of the different guests over there, so what is that, if you want to summarize for any of the early marketers, what they need to start with? Early marketers, as in they're new to the industry, Correct. they need to the industry who want to pick up the marketing as they're carrying. Yeah, marketing is such a, a broad one. It, it really is. And I think that, and this goes for not just marketers. I think my advice here or my response here is going to be pretty universal to anybody that wants to enter into the e-commerce digital space at all. I think that if you can put yourself in a position where you can work for an agency, I, I would always recommend that if someone's going to go into the industry, don't necessarily go and work for one merchant. Don't necessarily go and work for one vendor of one piece of technology because it oftentimes can create you and turn you into a very one-dimensional person in whatever role that you're doing because there's only so much you can do within those roles. But if you can go yeah. and work for an agency for a period of one, two, three, maybe five years, agency life isn't for everyone. It's very stressful, very high pressure, and it, it's you're going to be doing lots of hours and it's a big commitment to go and work agency side but what you get through working with an agency at least a good agency that allows you some leeway to progress in your career it allows you to be exposed to many different clients many different business models 
many different verticals, many different go-to-market models, many different pricing models. It allows you to be exposed to many different tech stacks and many different client types as well in terms of their personalities and the type of service level that they expect, et cetera. And I, I just think that going and working for an agency where you can get exposure to as, as many different situations as possible in the shortest amount of time possible, that is going to do wonders for your career. And let's say you go for work for a digital marketing agency that offers paid and performance, they offer organic and SEO, and maybe they offer email marketing. Well, I would say try, mm -hmm. it, let's say you stay with them for three years or two years, try to mm -hmm. go and work in all three of those departments in your time in that agency. Don't just okay. get pigeonholed because I tell you some of the key things that you will learn and the concepts that you will learn will be so important mm -hmm. that you will be able to apply them even if the industry changes dramatically. And nowadays, obviously, there's a massive emphasis on content-based marketing and social marketing, video marketing, et cetera. But all of those foundational elements of buyer psychology and user psychology and just human psychology, full stop. But if you've learned the very basic foundations of being able to tell a story and to do fundamental marketing techniques, then you'll be able to turn those skills and those experiences to any piece of technology or anything that comes down the pipe. You'll be able to adapt those concepts that you've learned and reuse them in the future. So that would be my advice to someone getting into marketing is don't necessarily pigeonhole yourself early in your career with one agency or sorry, one merchant or one vendor of say marketing technology or marketing animation technology because you need to get the broadest base of experience you can when you first start out because you don't even know what you like yet you don't know if you're going to go into marketing you don't know whether you want to focus on email marketing you don't know whether you want to focus on content marketing copywriting you don't know whether you want to focus on paid and performance you, you have absolutely no idea and so i i think right. getting as much experience as possible will help you develop what your interest is and what you naturally gravitate towards. And then you can double down on that once you perfect, perfect. <laughs> Bang on. Awesome. Now listen, Ashvin, it's been fantastic speaking with you. If someone wants to get hold of you, is it best that they simply go to customfit.ai, C-U-S-T-O-M-F-I-T.ai, and you've got live chat there. You've obviously got a full contact page. You've got the full pricing. People can actually sign up for a free trial, all that through the website. Or would you prefer that they come and connect with you on LinkedIn, have a chat with you, both? What, what is the best way for people to get a hold of you? They want to learn more about Custom Fit AI and consider using it on their B2B website. Yeah, both. They can go to the website that has all the details over there. And then if they need anything, there is a contact form or you can they can directly come and contact me on LinkedIn. I'm very available on LinkedIn. Like almost I have some near to 30K connects on LinkedIn. So yeah, feel free to reach out to me. Fantastic, Ashvin. It's been lovely speaking with you today. I wish you every success with Custom Fit. It's a very unique piece of technology. It does some really unique things in ways that I've never seen before. And I learned a lot through our conversation. And I hope you guys do super well, especially now as we're coming out of COVID and things are getting back to a little bit of semblance of normalcy here. Wish you every success and hopefully get you back on sometime in the next year or so and see how Custom Fit is developed in the meantime. Perfect. Really, you know, first of all, I'm thankful to you, Jason, for bringing me over here. And it's great sharing my experience and even learning from you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the At The Coalface podcast. If you want more At The Coalface, you can subscribe to our premium e-commerce and digital newsletter, At The Coalface Digest.